This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe, joined here today by Robbie. I knew it. Yeah, I, I knew, knew I'd get it. Oh, this time. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Got him. I Got wasn't him. even really taking a swig. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, was playing. I will have Andrew cut the original intro in to where I'm introduced first, and I'm spilling water all. That, don't do it. That don't other do it, voice Andrew. is Gabriel. Don't do there. that. Uh, I. <laughs> truth be told, we started the podcast. We were six minutes in, and my microphone cable <laughs> just, just fell it out. Just fell out. Completely fell out. It's weird. Which we thought that that would probably mean it wasn't connected at all, it, but. It seemed to have held on somehow. There's like a that. little, like obviously where the microphone cable has the little hook. It's got like a little hook indention there. Yeah. But it somehow popped itself out. I feel yeah. like there so, might have been some sabotage. So we should, we should, I we should have a, we should have a side by side edit from Andy Cam of both intros. You can, this one was far more. You all can vote on which one you like better. <laughs> first one, first one, we were off talking about. Proof golf already. Yeah, we were, remodeling garages. We're and remodeling garages. We, were, we were. We you know we, we got won't lost. do that. Let's we go got straight lost. in. We got we lost about? quick. Yeah, what are we talking so, about? So uh, I O was last week. Uh, yeah, before today. Last week. Yeah. It was last week. Yeah, a it week feels like today. a long time ago. It is. Like I thought it was wow. on Tuesday. Was it was on Wednesday. Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why does that feel like forever ago? I don't know. That's weird. Because <sighs> we're busy. I people. almost said no. Nah, it was two weeks ago. I thought it was as I was saying it out loud. I thought it was two weeks ago. It yeah, was. I guess because I O happened and then. We podcasted about it, and we had podcasted about it the week before right. too. So right. we've been yeah. in that yes, state of mind, and I'm also in that state of mind. Like I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we 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 had debated doing kind of a separate show on uh, just some kind of like state of Google AI versus Bard, yeah. all of these things. But then we were like the first part of last week's episode. That's kind was, of where, yeah, we basically that where out. we yeah. we didn't plan on doing that, but we did yeah. essentially yeah. have that and conversation. It did. It prompted a post that that has done decently well yeah. this week. Um, <laughs> just you know, talking about the fact that we, you know we went through and pulled transcripts, yeah, um, of of the um, presentation. I/O presentation, the two the, hour the main and twenty keynote. minute keynote. Yeah. Um, and I went I went as far as to pull the the scripts from the last couple. Mm-hmm. Now I will say to be fair. They only mentioned assistant like three times in 2021, but that was the one we came off of COVID. It was right. at their place. It was a weird, it was just a weird IO keynote anyway. Uh, and there just wasn't a whole lot of new news around it. Last year they mentioned assistant, I think 30 sometimes or mm-hmm. something like that. This year, goose egg. Like we guessed, you know, like I, yeah. I bet you they didn't. And I felt like they didn't, they 100% didn't. They didn't mention uh, Google assistant one time. I mentioned AI. Um, 97? 97, 97 time, times. Man. And so, I mean, you can make of that what you will, but it seems pretty clear to me that they're, 
moving on in yeah. one way or another. I don't know how that branding will play out. Um, and I don't know how, what the hurdles are. Cause there have to be hurdles or else they would have done it already um, exactly. of, of putting the conversational chat bot into yeah. like, give it the voice of the Google assistant. They're doing great with building voice models to make Google assistant sound natural. Give it the voice model of Google assistant. Let me pick the voice that the Bard da- sounds the like database and then, from. and then get the data from the ability to gather data and carry conversation from Bard and put them together and have something really unique. Could be. Um, yeah. I feel like there's there are reasons behind the scenes that that has not happened yet because that is a way that Google could now leapfrog mm-hmm. OpenAI yeah. really quick. They could just go, okay, well, I see you. It's fun for you to type with ChatGPT. That's fun. But we <laughs> have language, just... natural language models yeah. that can, can say that back to you and then begin listening whenever right. we go back. I, I don't know why they haven't done it or maybe it's on the I, don't, I have no and idea. That's what but. I don't understand. And we're, we've harped on this. I'm not beating a dead horse, but I don't understand. I understand having to pull back resources because their focus has shifted to Bard, but like assistant had gotten so bad. Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, well this is just what the assistant is until whatever replaces or whatever. It's getting worse. Yesterday, myself and my son both tried to play some music on uh, one of our minis and Google said, sorry, you don't have any devices that can play music in your home. (laughs) We literally have one, two, three, four, five six seven we have nine smart speakers slash displays in our yeah. home oh and count your phones also yeah oh yeah it, could, it can start music on your phone yeah too, absolutely so count all those <clears throat> and then this morning got here this morning uh was get just hitting some golf balls and said hey g play the album blah 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 of course you get the 97 second long it's longer than that it was like three or four minutes and then, i haven't i haven't heard that album yet who is that by uh, Bethel, uh, <laughs> the blah, blah, blah. she finally comes back and says, I can't do that right now. Please try again later. And right. I'm just like, what can you, oh, do? and by the way, it's the album I was listening to on my phone in my car on the way in. Yeah. It's not like some elusive thing. How about this Google? Can you tell me the things you can do? <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's going to be a short list. Yeah. It won't take long. Well, my daughter asked what time it was the other day. And she said, I can't do that. And I'm like, like, I don't oh. know. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. This episode of Seinfeld, everything reminds me of Seinfeld. Friends or the office. We need to have Andy uh, pull a cut of all of the (laughs) Robbie Payne Seinfeld Seinfeld. references or friends. If you can pull this, uh, Andy Cam, this would be a a really fun reference. But there's this episode where um, George George's girlfriend gets mono. (laughs) He can't have sex, so he uh, he gets really smart because Jerry's thought is like maybe he holds up a head of lettuce and he's like and pulls off one little piece and he's like this is the part of your brain that was re- reserved for critical thinking <laughs> the rest of your brain is obsessed with figuring out how to have sex <laughs> he's like but now that you can't do that you've accessed the rest of your brain yep. and george gets super smart like he's he's doing all these like scientific experiments and, and just reading and learning languages and oh all this kind of gosh. stuff on the flip side elaine um i'm trying to remember what the what the issue of what happens with her I can't I don't remember something happens with her where she's also being withheld um I think she's with Putty at that time and they break up or something I don't remember but they break up so she's in the same plight as George but for a woman it does the opposite so she gets dumber <laughs> and so the next by the end of the episode you have George who is just like sophisticated and smart and Elaine's just like that don't mean nothing I don't 
I don't know nothing like they have a scene where she's sitting there watching, you know, like where they'll stack the tires like this and then they'll yeah. just spin the whole thing and it looks like they're wobbling and she's just sitting there watching it going, wee, yeah. <laughs> that, wow. That's, that's what just came to mind. Um, I forget what the original thing <laughs> that was. <laughs> that was a long trek, but you get it. That's was, the assistant. That's where oh, she that's does. Right? Yes, that's what, so I feel like the assistant is like Elaine uh, in that episode of Seinfeld. Like something has happened. Hey, cancel me if you want, but if I switch my assistant's voice to a male, is it going to fix it? Maybe. Uh, maybe. You give it George's voice. You can do, <laughs> it, do you have a George Costanza voice? Uh, and maybe Please it's going to Now that matter's rolling out, I might just switch to I don't know what's I don't know what's being withheld from the Google. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the server. Yeah. The server access well, is being yeah, withheld. Exactly. Data is she's become dumb. All yeah. that stuff that Bard is learning was what she was getting. Yeah, Without that stimulus her. of right. new data, she's Ooh, like, right. I'm, I'm done. It's, it's crazy. And like, I think that if, if Bard were to have some sort of voice model, it would be a game changer. Like that would be so cool. Yeah, I mean, if I could go to Bard, and, and maybe that's what's going to happen when it rolls out because it's coming to Android. Yeah, there, there have already been some leaks of that stuff. So when, once it arrives, like officially. I would I would guess probably with Android fourteen. Yeah. Once it's like baked into Android and it's part of it. Yeah. But then it's like model. why not since you've spent all this time, money and advertising on Google Assistant, why not roll like Bard is a terrible name. Yeah. So why not just roll the like let Google Bard Assistant. be the, right. Oh yeah, Bard the, won't the be the Google consumer Assistant. name. There's no. no way. Like Bard's the experiment so of like large hey, language models. Like I mean, it's like Esh. saying Hey G is yeah, a Esh, normal thing. Right. No people, no one so. at Google references app esh as esh it's app streaming right but we've known it as esh because we've been tracking right. it for what hopefully two it years? is hopefully yeah. it is i mean it's still you know in beta so hopefully it's a project That's that that like and that would be the thing that kind of pushes them over and again google's being super cautious they've got a lot to lose they have more yeah. on the line than open ai they're, did they're being responsible yeah <laughs> yeah hopefully. whatever they're being cautious yeah. they're, they're watching their butt and yeah. i they need to because the long term of this like it all blew up real quick but you've got open ai ceo already saying like We've, it's we've maxed out large language models on servers. Like we can't do anything else. Like the next breakthrough in AI will be something something else. It's not this. Um, so this is really neat. And v like the things that will come from ChatGPT, Bard, and any other large language models um, will be awesome. Like yeah. I think we're going to end up with um, a lot more uh, creativity and, and like app development. Uh, things will be able to be built that weren't able to be built before because people just didn't have the time to amass. It's not that people weren't smart enough. Like the number of people that build applications is X. That number could be X to the 10th power. People that are smart enough and creative enough to build an app. Right. If you remove the element of time. Right. Because time is the problem. Most people don't have the time to sit and learn a whole new skill set right. and stop doing like their daily job and providing for their families. And right. so it's like, okay. But they have an idea. Oh, right. they have a great idea. Right. And they have a great mentality around how they would build it and execute it and all that stuff. They just don't have the time to do it. Right. Well, and then the, this yeah. drastically cuts that. Yeah, the yeah. practical applications are endless. You think about, they're already using this for like medical stuff where they diagnose. And it's not that the AI is smarter than human beings. It's just you're amassing the data of all the medical professionals around the world, but you take right. that even further and you look at practical applications like diagnosing issues with your vehicle or diagnosing issues with a computer. It, diagnostics and logistics, I think, is where AI is going to yeah. really, really change things because it's not doing anything that humans don't already do. It's just doing it way faster. Yeah, I think you we know? should we should ask uh, we should ask Bard how to fix the uh, post office. 
No, just, just in general, the yeah. idea of the post office. Well, I don't understand this. Uh, so they've been hemorrhaging money forever. Yeah, uh, like- they're not officially a government entity, even though they they act that way. I got an email the other day that said, "Hey, blah blah blah, we're cutting costs. Yeah. They're lowering prices, right. even though they're broke." But I did see. I just stopped by the post office this morning to drop off a package, and uh, they are saving some money by not paying anyone to mow or do landscaping. I saw it looks the other like day. the jungle I saw over there. It's like a zombie. It's like a zombie movie. Yeah, it looks bad. But anywho, anyway, uh, okay. don't get me started on post. So, so, so again, we said we weren't going to talk about AI. We talked about AI, but it is. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 obviously evolving and um, you know changing so quickly that. You know, it's worth talking about. But yeah, it's a moving target. Yeah, I feel like, from for a while. from IO, one of the announcements was the seven A. You've mm-hmm. had your still have your sim in the seven A. Yep, it's in my pocket. So I'll prove. What it are what are some early Not thoughts? I'm ready, I'm ready to start seven A. The it's new mid range. I'm not going to call it affordable. It's the mid range. Yeah, it's mid range. Um, yeah, five hundred. I think gets it to the point where it's not a quote unquote. Yeah, affordable phone when they're like two hundred fifty dollars phones, like the six A is two fifty right yeah. now or something. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that. Until that's it's ultra gone. affordable. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy for a um, smartphone. Yeah, yeah, slab smartphone. Um, yeah. So the I'll, I'll talk about the couple issues I've had with it um, so far, and some of these could be probably solved with some software, I think. Um, but I don't use my phone that often, especially at work. Like it largely sits on the desk and if I need to pick it up to answer a call or you know my messaging that's all going through my Chromebook so yep. I just I don't I don't pick my phone up a lot during the day so that usually means my battery life numbers are inflated so when people are like oh battery life on this thing's whatever I'm like my Pixel 7 Pro I was going home with 70% battery yeah. or something to hit, you yeah. know by the end of the work day not this and so I think there's some other things going on have to be uh, that aren't optimized or you something. You got that 90 hertz turned on. <laughs> I Yesterday, I was... Yeah, and I mean, I turned 90 hertz on, obviously. But yesterday, I got to... I was leaving the office. I had 17% battery. Oof. At, Yikes. At, what did we leave it? 545? Yeah. Um, did you do... You didn't I video with that or anything? Mm, oh, no. Wow. So I checked um, battery usage and 15% of that battery. So I would have... Had I not done this, I guess, I would have been at 30%, which is still pretty low. Uh, for just the end of the workday, fifteen uh, percent was Spotify. I'm casting Spotify, so I wasn't playing it back here. Uh, so it's like, well, I guess I can cast from my my Chromebook. And that's fine. I don't mind doing that. But ask like the assistant to do it. Once I've once I've set up the <laughs> cast, like it shouldn't be doing it either. shouldn't be doing much here anymore. Other than like Spotify has, I like the way Spotify does this. If, if I jump into Spotify on any device, I don't have to like take over the cast to see what's playing and take control of it. Like it's it's actively understanding that on Spotify servers, this yep. is what's playing from my account. Um, and that's fine, but it shouldn't take up that much battery. So that could be a Spotify thing, whatever. But even without doing that with Spotify, I've I've not been able to make it all the way to laying my head down at night at you know, yeah, 10.30. Yeah, that's not good because the battery's not that much smaller than the 7. Yeah, that's like 4,300, I think, yeah. or 4,200 and change. Mm. Um so I don't know. I'm not sure what's what's going on there. But the battery life has not been good. And then what compounds the problem there is pixels don't charge fast. They have fast charging, but that it's nowhere near yeah. as fast as, you know, like Samsung's or OnePlus's. Yeah. 
Those are really, really fast. This is what more is like one iPhone. Plus There's warp charging. Yeah. <laughs> Super crazy. duper warp speed. You know, yeah. like, you know, you're getting that like 90 watt crazy charging. Yeah. This Pixel phones won't do that. Um, they don't charge ultra slow, but they, they're definitely not the fastest charging. Google says it's to protect the battery. Fine, whatever. Uh, but they just don't charge fast. So when it's running out, like, it's not like I can go plug it in and get that real quick juice up. It, it just, it takes a little bit longer. And then the wireless charging that usually kind of between my drive here and then my drive home, I can get a nice little bump in the in the Tesla. It does a 15 watt charge. This thing will only takes seven and a half watt, um, and so it doesn't charge very fast. I don't almost get nothing on my drive home, mm-hmm. and so just the slow charging now compounds the bad battery life. And so mm-hmm. I've seen some other people talk about it, um, but I hadn't seen that until I went to look for it uh, because I was having that experience. So. It's not like I saw that and was like, it is bad. Right. You know, I'm like I was having that experience and went and looked for uh, other users, other reviewers um, saying that they were having that problem. So that's that's an issue. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, obviously there's things in place to mitigate that, but I don't want to have to enable battery saving mode and I don't want to have to no, dumb down no. the display to, to get, get through. okay battery. I, out of the box, it should get, you know. Do you think, uh, okay. uh, so the Spotify thing is strange, but... In general, I wonder if they're, and hopefully they can do this, some software updates or things they can do to yeah, to help out with maybe some of these things that are draining the battery on that. Yeah, um, and again, like I, because you would think spend it's the, the next couple of days and yeah. get you know screen on time numbers and it's just the see. same chip. You would think it would have done the same thing on your your other because you had Spotify before you switched mm-hmm. to the Samsung, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I never would, had problems, but I mean, the Pixel Seven has a. Pixel 7 Pro has a, a 5,000 milliamp yeah. hour battery. It's a big... But still... That's a huge chunk above it. But um, other than that, though, I mean, I, I'll say the 6.1 inch, for me, this is not the phone size for me. Um, I like the mobility of it. I like how small it is, and it's easy to do one-hand actions. But to, I think I adjusted the... No, I didn't adjust anything. I left it all. So the font size is pretty small. Um, on most mm-hmm. sites and stuff. So I feel like most people would probably kick it up a notch. Because um, it just, I don't know, it feels like instead of everything being scaled to fit the display well, I feel like everything is just smaller. It's just a lot smaller. And so, you know, normally, like on a bigger phone, I'll kick everything down a notch because I want to have more stuff on the screen at one time. This, I'm I'm tempted to kick Almost it up a notch. Up, yeah. But then if I do that, like everything looks ridiculous. Like, you know, I've, I've got good vision, so I don't, really want to blow everything up and have my phone look silly uh but stuff just does i don't know it, i don't love the scale of this phone and i feel like something like the pixel fold even though it's going to be a smaller technically outer display i want to say i did the math and actually the it actually has maybe a little bit more square inchage mm, right. <laughs> on the display uh but that wider form factor is going to allow for everything to kind of spread back out um, but again, if, if this was the outer screen and I just use this for quick actions, it's Sorry. when I'm sitting and reading an article or I'm trying to read books on this or whatever, like I just feel it constantly that it's just, it's too small. Um, it, for me, not, that's not for everybody. Some people don't mind that, but I, I don't love that. But the cameras have been really good mm. so far, so was um, next, yeah. you know, taking photos and videos. I noticed, I posted uh, a, a video, um, to our proof golf channel and, and granted the lighting in there is not great, but. Pixels, was, pixels do a pretty good job normally of mm-hmm. that stuff, and I felt it like was it soft, yeah, yeah, big time. Oh, really? Uh, now, granted, the the one where I was holding the golf balls in my hand looked better. Uh, the other one was the front facer. The front facer, I feel like, is probably pretty weak. 
comparatively. Um, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, it, it does fine. But if you're filming for something else, uh, it's not like short form video. It it struggles a little bit. But they're they're fine. The, the rear facing camera. The fold, being able to do those videos. I know. Mm. You know, turn oh, the turn the big sick. the yeah. big camera around. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be sick. Um, but I will say, like I've been on the Samsung for a couple months, and coming back to a Pixel, I was, I'm back. My my eyes are used to it again now. Um, <clears throat> but just the liveliness of the OS. There's yeah. uh, one of the reviewers of the Fold said I don't remember who did their hands on. It said it almost feels alive. Um, oh, who was that? Because that that was the one where they talked about opening up the the screen and it scaling up. Then it was Mr. Who's, Who's the Boss. Boss. Yeah. He's like, and the OS just almost feels alive in yeah. this thing. And I'm like, it. what that is, is he probably, he reviews and he uses Apple and he uses Samsung and he goes through all these phones. It's probably him coming back to a Pixel and just going, wow, yeah. There's yeah. just something about and it. I think man. what Marquez said that too. He said using it again is, is reminds me of what always brings me back to Pixel in the yeah, first place. It's, it's like, and, and again, I'm used to it now, so I'm fine with it. But look, it's the animations, it's the way things move, it's that certain certain parts of the OS take their time a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, they feel less corporate and just like I'll oh, get to the get to the thing. Like Samsung's OS feels very it's got much a flow to it. Almost. Yeah, yeah. So it's like this. Yeah. It feels alive. Like yeah. and it, it's uh, I, that's been just delightful like i i can't say that enough like for me at least i know some people don't feel this way i feel like google does the android experience better than anyone else and they should i mean but they've got that part down um and so that's been nice uh to come back to but now that i'm kind of getting used to it i'm starting to see and this is why you gotta spend time with a device before you start passing judgment on it Uh, because the first couple days i was like this thing is great and part of it was just coming back to a pixel right um it it wasn't the phone it was just the pixel experience yeah uh, yeah, the pixel os and so um what about build i mean you've had a case on it but have you tried it out of the case i have a case on yeah i have but i i think the whole polycarbonate back whatever feel i feel like the 6a always felt light to me like it felt very light. i think this one's heftier feeling like and then like you know the 7 pro just has this like nice feel this nice build to it like, I don't feel like it feels, oh, it just yeah. feels super light. Oh, yeah. It feels denser than oh, yeah, more that's solid. Gotta, that's got to be some weight. I mean, it's not like hefty by any means. And I will say, I love, I love the fact that the camera hump is so. Dude, this, this yeah, case, subtle. this case subtle. is sweet. Oh, I know. I'm hoping that the Hope Google cases the for the Fold are the same yeah, material. Yeah, this is the first time they've ever nailed the case. Oh, yeah. I mean, my Google case <laughs> on my 6 is not bad, but that is awesome. Because yep. remember, like, the 4s and 5s, they were. And the metal I, rails, I think, help. With some of the yeah, because I think some of the other ones didn't have metal rails. Maybe no, I don't know. But it, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I can't pick nice. up on much difference between it and the seven. Um, seven's you, a little bit heavier, uh, but also the camera module and it's way more pronounced. Yeah. Um, and so there's some more weight there too. And um, I don't know. I mean, overall, it's a great phone. Yeah. I still would say, uh, for the time being, while the seven is still around and gettable. Yep. And even in the ballpark of the cost of this phone, that's the phone you should. Yeah, I mean, because especially through carriers right now, you can get it for ninety nine bucks. It's a bigger battery. Yeah, it's a better screen. This one does have some. You get a little bit of discoloring off off angle and a little bit of that blue shift and all that kind of stuff. That's just part of less expensive OLED screens. It's not been off putting at all for me. It hasn't bothered me at all. Um, but you get a bigger battery in the seven. You get a better screen. 
Uh, you get glass back, you get the full blown wireless charging and you do get a better camera array. Like, yes, these cameras have, this has a higher megapixel. So it's 64 versus 50 in the, uh, the pixel seven, but that it's better hardware and the seven. That's why the, the camera comes so much bigger. Yeah. There's just more going on in there. And so, um, you know, I think for the time being, as long as the seven's still being made, and this is a conundrum Google's put themselves in. I don't yeah, know what they're going to have to figure this out down the road. Very I feel soon. like they're going to. I think gonna, once the sevens are gone, the sevens are gone. Yeah, I think they're just not going to make them anymore. Stock and, and, but honestly, if you if you have a weird the, thing to do as yeah, a company, if you have the extra cash and you really want the best of the family, I th- it's best by it's a hundred bucks more. You can get the seven pro right now. Yeah, I mean, you just have to activate it when you buy it, but you're going to activate it anyway. Yeah, so. with the seven and seven pro continually being on sale now, mm-hmm. it makes it a tougher case to me for this phone. Right, um, and that's just a situation google has put themselves so, in. so so you said seven is a hundred dollars at most carriers with an upgrade or with a tra- yeah, trade-in or yeah. whatever yeah, and right and even so an msrp this one's free then i would assume yeah. yeah yeah so an msrp the the pixel 7 is always only a hundred bucks more than this right yeah. and so it's like uh, i don't i don't know why uh, i mean a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks so if you're going in to get a free phone you gotta walk out and yeah. this is free Absolutely. and you don't have a hundred bucks in your pocket makes sense and you're not going to be like super sad about it especially if they get the battery stuff figured out i'm not really sure that's the only thing that makes me go yeah, like if the cameras aren't quite as good and blah, 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 blah. of a battery yeah uh, 43 versus like 48 is how it, big is, is the is pixel 7 battery let's see if google assistant can 48 can answer me here I think. yeah that's not much different at all i think this is generally it's 42 and change or something so they're the, almost exactly dang the so something's up yeah. um, and it could be maybe the 90 hertz screen like this opens up out of the box you get a 60 hertz screen on it so yeah if it's not if the hardware is not optimized yeah and it's not but firing still the fact that you you're not on your phone much at all it shouldn't be the screen yeah. sucking the battery because you true. don't you you're never on your phone let's see let's see what my screen on time is did it can we still do that three minutes uh, battery uh, battery usage maybe did you do wordle this morning yes that would, that would have got it in two nice um I've, app I've usage fallen off the wordle train i don't know why Just my daughter's gotten into it now there we for go for a while it was every day yeah my screen time except for today's 21 minutes <laughs> yeah, i told y'all i don't use my phone yeah. um Especially when you have a watch and then you get to the office and everything's on your Chromebook. It's yeah, like, I mean, and he's at, eighty what, 87% battery? So this could be some of my charging issues. My head adaptive charging turned on. Mm. Extends lifespan. Um, so it charges based on your usage cycle and charges less. Yeah. Like, I don't... I get, if, I'm, if I'm buying a phone, I plan... Like, the Fold, the Pixel Fold, I'll probably turn that on. Right. Because I... You want to maintain that battery life and... I mean, yeah, me. So yeah. who knows? But... I, I plan on having that phone around for a while. Where, like at night, it'll it'll it'll, it'll say, I'm going to have this ready at right. seven thirty. But there could be times during the day when I'm plugging it in and it's still doing the adaptive charging thing because it sure. thinks whatever. I don't know what yeah. what it's come up with with my usage pattern. So I'm going to turn that off and for the next see couple what, days and see, see what it, it does. See if yeah. My so like no, no like th- these are still early impressions. Like you're still figuring yeah. this phone out. Yeah, I'm trying to decide, and, and it, it's a weird phone. I don't even review phones normally, so it's a weird phone to even think about writing a review about. I might end up doing some sort of... <laughs> I think let's just do like a, my thoughts on the... <laughs> right, so my impressions or what I think about this um, because it's it, the price point makes it weird. Uh, it just makes it weird. If it was 400 bucks and the 7 is 600 it's like there's a $200 gap. I 
like it's much easier to go well you, you yeah. you're downgrading this no big but it's 200 bucks cheaper yeah a hundred bucks and then with the seven just constantly falling on sale yeah, it's like right we should and maybe weird. that's the play. I don't, I don't they, know. Well, it, it, if they keep the three phones, which again I don't think they will in their current form, but if they keep them, maybe it is this stays four ninety nine, and they bump both the the bigger phones up. They're more expensive. You've got a five hundred, seven hundred, twelve, eleven hundred, which something. I don't yeah. think they should do that. But no, but if they if they need to bump it up a little bit to, to do some things it, yeah. to really get like the the seven Pro needs to be on the level of. The Galaxy S23 Ultra. Ultra yeah. it, it needs to. I'm not saying it has to have a pen, but like from build quality to like materials to all that stuff, you need to. They need to start supporting their phones better. Uh, like if you buy the Pixel Seven Pro, you should have like what they're doing with the Pixel Fold, um, like 24 seven support. support yeah. uh, there's uh, an option to do whatever coverage on it, you know, and you can walk in a place and get some help and. Like they need to do all that stuff for their high-end phones um, if they want to compete with Apple and Samsung. And that's who they're competing with. That's it. Nobody else. They're not competing with anybody else. They're competing with those two. And both of those two have options for these types of things. So they got to get that part figured out. And I don't think they have to do that for phones like this. So figure out how you can cut costs as much as you can for these and then roll out better stuff for the Yeah, provide a more premium experience. Yeah, a little more more white glove. Yeah, for those higher-end phones. Yeah. So yeah, stay tuned. Obviously, as Robbie spends a little bit more time on this, we'll we'll put together uh, some thoughts. I think we could do basically what we did with the seven seven Pro, didn't we? Do like this is not a it's like not a review. Basically, is what we ended up calling it. Like yeah, and one well, kind of did the same thing with the Pixel Watch. Yeah, like you like hey, we don't do this. We don't it. review these things. You're not like, a phone reviewer. I'm not going right. to sit here and like tear down every little piece, but have some thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun. So stay tuned for that. But for right now, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by our awesome Patreon membership community, a place where you can join us in our passion for all things Chrome OS. We've simplified things a bit over on Patreon, and we are now offering two tiers. The first is our $2 stable sub membership that gets you ad-free access to the mobile and desktop versions of our website, chromeunbox.com. And the second is our $5 Canary Crew membership that adds access to our private Discord community in addition to the ad-free access. The Canary Crew is a place where you can chat and connect with the Chrome Unbox team and other Chrome OS enthusiasts, get early access to our YouTube videos, and help shape our content. We recently completely revamped the Discord server and have added some new categories and channels to make this server a true hub where you can stay up to date on everything happening in the world of Chrome OS. As part of this revamp, we've also added a seven-day free trial, so you can check things out for yourself before starting your membership. So if you're a fan of our content and you want to help support our independent team, just head over to patreon.com forward slash Chrome Unboxed to sign up. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com 
forward slash coffee. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. So let's kind of stay on the hardware train. Let's talk about the Lenovo Flex 3i. So yeah, um, as this goes out, the review of that device should go out. And um, I did. A, I wrote up a pre-review of that device because I was so Robbie's, excited about it. Robbie's so excited about this little Chromebook, he wrote a pre-review. I know, and that's it funny. It's double review treatment. Lenovo uh, does that. They'll drop something at CES, and then they're kind of like, oh, okay, cool. And then later it's like, what? This is a very intriguing device. This is good. This is way better now. Because the, the Flex was like that. Yeah, the, the Flex 5i Flex. was like that. Or I, 5, whatever it was. The, uh, yeah, the, um, um, the, so it's the IdeaPad Chromebook Flex 3i. Terrible names. Uh, I get that they bought whatever IBM's thing, the IdeaPad and the ThinkPad and stuff, but you don't have to throw it in everything. It's it's not the best branding, but especially with Chromebooks, you got to put Chromebook in the brand name too. I just call it the Flex 3i, but there's Be other the Flex Lenovo 3i's. IPCB Flex. Perfect. That's what it go. says on the spec sheets. It's always like IPCB, but like... What are you talking Just about? Call it uh, whatever. Yeah, so uh, you know it's a twelve point two inch screen, sixteen by ten, um, full HD, IPS, three hundred nits. So for a three hundred, <laughs> that or, uh, alone, right? you're already better than <laughs> yeah. some of the premium devices out there. <laughs> HP, so three hundred and fifty dollar <laughs> device. Granted, and I like the fact that we reviewed and I got to use the one that's available at buy, Best Buy, yep. not the one. They're, they're supposed to have a, a one with 8 gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage. This one's 464. So we're talking real basics here. SD slot? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you can expand your storage I with forgive micro you, SD. Um, yeah, the storage isn't as much of a problem. The RAM the RAM is, is something I, I would like to see updated. But, um, you know, using it at the desk, using it at the house, it's ultra portable. Um, it's all plastic, but it's nice and firm. Um, we said this in the review, like we've got other, shots of it. other manufacturers need to take note of this. You can make an all plastic Chromebook that doesn't right. feel like it's Absolutely. going to fold itself in half in the places it's not supposed to. Um, but yeah, that 300 nit screen is kind of the standout thing. So it's a little taller than normal. Um, uh, 16 by 10 gives you a little more workspace and in a convertible, it, it just works like it, it works really well. I wouldn't want to use this as a tablet like all the time. But it gets by just fine, mm-hmm. and and most of that comes from the uh, N100 processor. So, back up for a second. Alder Lake is 12th gen Intel. At some point in the in the mix, we started seeing references to Alder Lake N. We weren't sure what that was. Well, then eventually Intel came out and said, "Hey, we're making the N line of of chips. It's just their new small core chips." So yeah. we've talked before, Gemini Lake. Um, Jasper, what other lakes? Yeah, Jasper Lake, Lake R, Jasper Lake. Yeah, so those are all the small cores. So they don't get all the big cores like most of the the bigger chips are large and small cores mixed. This gets only the smaller cores, the more power efficient ones. Those devices over the years have you know struggled with. I mean, gosh, you go back to uh, what was the one before Jasper and Gemini? Uh, it starts with an A. Uh, no, shoot. It was the 35. Ask chat. 3050. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Apollo Lake. Apollo Lake. There you go. Yeah. Um, I don't need no AI. (laughs) I don't need Um, no dang bar. They were were bad. Um, All of them were bad. They were all, they all struggled all the time. Um, And then we moved to, is it Jasper first and Gemini? No, Gemini Gemini first. Gemini Lake were the first small cores that were like, they're getting somewhere. These aren't terrible. They quickly did the refresh and it was like, okay, the refresh is not bad. 
the the Gemini Lake R were the first chips where it was like I wouldn't feel bad for a student right. working on one of these, and that's years into this. Yeah. Uh, but then you know Jasper Lake, I feel like was the first one that was like, okay, this is usable. It's not my favorite, and we didn't get as many consumer Chromebooks with Jasper Lake yeah. chips, but they weren't that bad. This is a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Um, the Alder Lake N chips, so you, they they cleaned it up. You have N one hundred and two hundred. That's it. I think the N two hundred is just higher clock speed is all it yeah because they're both quad core so. yeah um the n100 chip even with four gigs of ram is very good for this kind of price point uh it's not something where i'm just like oh my god yeah i gotta use this to review it i'll get through it like taking this thing home and using it it finally started to stutter when you had, I think, like eight YouTube videos. Eight open. YouTube videos running <laughs> right, simultaneously. But I mean, there's eighth gen Core i3 devices that would struggle with YouTube right. video, eight YouTube videos. That's and I think insane. part of the problem probably came down to RAM. Yeah, so if it had more only RAM, had four gigs of RAM, and I was peaked out on the RAM. Um, so I, getting an N200 with eight gigs of RAM, I I really am interested to see because I mean I was pulling forty six thousand on Octane, which is right. insane. Uh, I remember for a small core chip. when we first got into this, and I, I remember getting my first core Chromebook, the one I bought from a, a guy we know at Google. He had sold me a used HP that had an i three, no Acer. It was the Acer fifteen with the i three in it. Yeah, yep. Bannon, I think. Mm-hmm. And think, I think I got like twenty eight or something. I'm like, yeah. man, this yeah. thing's a monster. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so I and mean, then HP has a fifteen point six inch device with the N series chip, but it has eight gigs of RAM. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure that thing will be that more than the screens. Garbage is the only bad yeah. thing about it, but whatever. HP and their screens. Um, but yeah, like the, the so these these mobile chips now from Intel are so intriguing. Um, and I'm clocking eight to ten hours of battery life with it. You know. It's where it says whatever, but um, and and that's a small battery cell and a small lightweight device that's easy to to move around. Uh, it it just hits so many points, and and there are some there are some pitfalls. The webcam was terrible, seven twenty p, super grainy, super blown out, like pad dynamic range. It's just it's bad. Does it have the smiley keys? No, oh, and so yeah, the those. keyboard is pretty weak uh, for a Lenovo. Like Lenovo manages a lot of times to get a better keyboard than most at the price point. This is not one of those. This this thing is cheap feeling. Um, not something I would want to type on for long, long periods of time. Um, it's a keyboard; it'll get you by. Yeah, uh, but I miss more strokes on it, and we kind of got some close up shots. Like you can it's just wobbly. Yeah, you can see like yeah. the the keys aren't like if I push the edges of the keys, they just really wobble, and then the the click isn't completely reassuring like, so your fingers just don't know that, for sure like, snap to it like yeah. i was kind of playing probably around with it doesn't for, have like that good click yeah, to it for in, in elementary typers probably not good yeah i mean it's just but you know it, it'll get you by the trackpad's plastic but it was fine it's seated really nice got a good click it, it stayed it stayed pretty smooth so uh no no real bad um, stuff there it's mylar <laughs> <laughs> mylar most of them most are. of them are yeah. mylar yeah which um, is what balloons are made out of um, <laughs> good to know Mylar balloons. Mylar balloons. Not reg- not not Latex rubber balloons. balloons. Yeah, yeah. start a whole new podcast of just random facts by Gabe. Yeah, absolutely. Gabe's facts. <laughs> Gabe's facts. Um, facts of life by Gabe. Facts of life. By Love Gabe. that show. That would be fun. Um, let's see. Port selection's awesome. 
uh, for a small affordable Chromebook. You had a full size HDMI on the side, yep. uh, two USB A's and a C, uh, micro SD card, headphone microphone. So I mean, the two A's and a C or two yeah, C's and an A, two A's and a C. That's weird. Yeah, I thought that was a little strange, but but if they're using them for like schools and stuff, yeah, most schools extra, have older hardware yep, like yeah. peripherals and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, nice that I can put it under my monitor and not have to use a dock and right. for an, again for an affordable have Chromebook. A, have your dongle plugged in there if you want to, and then still yeah. have another A. Yep. Um, so, I mean, overall, like when you look at all of the stuff and go, okay, oh, and it doesn't have USI pen support. Right. Which I think is strange. I, I for this form factor, it's it's very portable. Uh, it would be, I think it would do very good with uh, pen input. Mostly because we <laughs> we're, we're excited to test one. Yeah, that is strange that though show. because it's not like it's a cheap screen. I mean, no, but that's another layer you got to put in there. You got to put that digitizer yeah. in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, we were. I was so just convinced. I didn't read it on a spec sheet or anything. I just knew that we had it. Yeah. We were doing a USI pen thing, and I was like, "Oh, we'll use this new Chromebook I've been starting to use." And we get <laughs> nope. start rolling, and I'm like, "This doesn't nope. support." I was like, "Maybe the pen's dead," and picked up we another Chromebook. Nope, pen. works nope. fine. So. That's a, a weird omission. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was available at Best Buy right now, three forty nine. Three forty nine. Oh, imagine just, it going on that's sale. It's a, a lot of good oh, yeah. Chromebooks. Yeah, for it'll be it'll be bucks. it'll be a hundred dollars off before the that's, HP ones that just came out, the I three is a hundred dollars off. The N one hundred or N two hundred, whichever one it is, it was a hundred dollars off like the week it came out. Yeah, and so I mean I I, I just the the interesting part of all of this is oh, Kenny Rambo's here. I if know. anybody can hear I yeah. hear Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the interesting part with this is like to me that this range this price range always ended up being something that you'd look for the duet three or the duet five on sale sure because it has a good screen so we know you're going to get a good uh, screen experience and the keyboard and trackpad or whatever but you know it's a tablet and it's a nicer device and it's like okay this doesn't feel like i'm buying a really cheap device uh now in this price range i'm like if, if you really want a chromebook if you're you need a tablet like 5% of the time or whatever. And really what you're after is a clamshell Chromebook. This is going to be the go-to suggestion until there should be a whole slew of these devices, these types of devices coming because that we have, I want to say 12 or 14 of these we're tracking. Now, if you don't want a tablet, uh, the HP, the 15.6 inch HP, the i3 version does have a good screen, which I don't know why they did that. The N100 version has a 1366 by 768, 15.6 yeah. inch. Those are hard to look yeah. at. I don't care. Who you are. But <laughs> the other one's yeah. stretch out the other one's full HD. It has a numeric keypad and it's a hundred dollars. I think it's three ninety nine right now, that's which for, for that's going to be that i3 is yeah. beefy. Yeah. I hope that other manufacturers will follow suit on this one and yeah, create make, these like lower end, more affordable devices. Yeah, because like Acer under will make bucks that are this well made. Yeah, yeah, Acer will make a handful of them for EDU, but we usually don't see a consumer model, yep, which doesn't right. make any sense to me. They need to start making consumer models. Like there's, we, I think we, there's space for this this part of the consumer segment. Yeah, to we really see it. Clear. Like we like, see it with article performance. People want them. Like people want them because. There's so many people that either haven't tried a Chromebook or have tried a Chromebook and and are just caught in that thought of, I I can't bring myself to pay extra for this because I can't run whatever the app is that they're looking for. I I can't run this app under four five hundred bucks. And so yeah, they if they get something under four hundred bucks and they can go get it and they can use it and they enjoy it, they're more apt to go buy that Uh, right now. It's just where we are in the consumer space with Chromebooks. There are other things that are stretching that mentality a little bit. 
but you still need for consumers, you need good experiences on the low end so that people get their foot in the door, realize I can do everything on this. I haven't touched my windows computer in six months. Well, now I'll go invest in a seven or $800 Chromebook, but they're not going to do that without knowing we're still in that adoption phase, which is crazy to think because Chrome OS has matured so much. Yeah. But like we have so many great devices, but you've got all these enterprise people that are getting these nicer Chromebooks because they're, boss is giving it to them and that's what they take and you've got at edu getting these lower end chromebooks because that's what their teacher hands them you know the consumer space is is full of choice and so they haven't really attacked that and i feel like they've gone about it a little bit backwards like i'm glad the hp chromebook pro exists or hp dragonfly pro chromebook exists um but i don't think that's the way you attack the segment um you need to convince people that have a choice to go buy whatever they want right. that this is a viable option for you. Yep. Um, yep. And then introduce stuff like this. And so the <laughs> right. the Dragonfly Pro can I think be viable for the next two years. Yeah. Like it's but got we need yeah, we need an armada of six hundred dollar flagship Chromebooks. We need right. we need all the companies making multiple versions of the spin 714 x360 where there's options in that 500 to to 700 range they need to stop screwing up the the basic parts yeah stop screwing up the screen screen and the keyboard and the trackpad (laughs) the three things you interact with and look at on a device closely after that make sure that part right the chassis is firm i mean i think about that samsung that i saw uh, my buddy got around christmas it's a Windows laptop. He paid five hundred. I think it was like deeply discounted, but it's not a monster performance wise. I think it's a Core i three, whatever. But the build quality is impeccable. Yeah. It, I'd put it up against any MacBook. I mean, it was. It, it felt like you were holding a MacBook Air. Yeah. That's what they need to build. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't have and, to be a beast, and you can like cut corners on. You don't have to have the best RAM or even the the most expensive NVMe storage. Throw an i three. 8 gigs of RAM, 128 gigs of storage, and then focus on yeah. a good screen. Stop this 250-nit screen garbage. Yeah. Make sure you put your better keyframes on it and put a glass trackpad on it. And then if you're going to build it out of plastic, put a little bit of metal framing on the inside to make it feel right. firm. And you'll be able to sell these devices much easier to the general public. And and you'll give them confidence that they should buy your brand. Right. It's very simple. Like, I don't understand... It gets done better than this in the Windows department. It's like, why aren't you using the same thought yeah. process to build your Chromebooks? Why are you building? Why is HP building a seven hundred dollar Chromebook in twenty twenty three? That is a two hundred. That, that I feel like I can bend the bottom half oh, yeah. in half. Why are you doing that? And it has a two hundred fifty nit screen. Yeah. Why are you doing this? And it's a sixteen by ten screen. So I feel like they went out of their way to find a two hundred fifty nit sixteen by ten yeah. screen. Yeah. I mean, it's it's beyond ridiculous it doesn't make any sense to me especially from a company that built the dragonfly pro right so you Such have a great people, refined device right you have people in your organization that know how to build great hardware give them a call like were you afraid it was going to detract from the dragonfly like yeah. come on i feel now. like it's just two very different teams yeah. building those google those should devices. say google should set a new rule if it's over 500 dollars, it has to be 300 nits period yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no excuse for this at this point. So, or they just shouldn't sign off on it. Like they should yeah. be like, "Hey, look," because like, like, it's probably it's dim. probably uh, software nerfed. It's probably not that the screen's not capable. It's probably Maybe. just it could be. If, so, yeah. do you all do you all think that these kind of <clears throat> slight change of subject here, but 
do you think that these these new Alder Lake chips are a response to ARM performance getting getting better? And this yes. is Intel oh, yeah. trying to like yeah, because Intel so, Intel's been chasing that. Yeah, for a while. they they started doing this the the stacking there for a right. while where they did the chip stacking and all that stuff, and then they finally once the processes got got smaller, they finally figured out how to do all uh, performance based cores, not uh, not the performance the efficiency based cores without the performance ones. And still be powerful enough to be competitive. Then, yeah, they. I think they they were trying one route when they figured out that wasn't work. They was that wasn't working. The new the way things are now with the N series, they right. realized this is a way that we can compete with ARM. And who knows? As the processes get smaller, they may. I'm surprised that Intel hasn't gone the way of uh, uh, Apple though with the M series chips, where everything's just integrated into one. Yeah, and, and maybe they want to, but you got to get manufacturers to buy into that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, for Intel, they can't just, you know, Apple can do that because it's all integrated. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're doing both They're going to buy their stuff regardless. Yeah. Um, I, and I think, you know, I was thinking this with the um, messing with the Lenovo. I, I'm shocked that we don't see at least one tablet with the N series processors in them. They're efficient enough, they can be fit into a small space. Why not have a Tiny tablet? Fans. Be a great tablet. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I know we were going to talk about some of this other stuff, but you know, Android 11 is now rolling out for ARM powered Chromebooks. And that was, I felt like one of the, the legs up that, you know, Android, uh, on Intel powered chips was getting arc VM and Android 11 and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And that was kind of a, a thing that they had over them. That's gone now too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like ARM powered Chromebooks, especially if, Android 13 gets rolled out, which I think all this is happening to move everything towards Chrome OS getting Android 13 finally um, and kind of getting back on schedule. Like I think everybody's getting onto a level playing field with Android 11 and ArcVM, and then we can update everybody. Um, once that happens, I mean, with Android 13's updates to mobile um, uh, productivity stuff so large screen android apps you know utilizing all the space split screening all that kind of stuff that gets built into android 13 i you know it's on chromebooks it's the framework it's not android 13 it's android 13 framework is built in but that's going to give these apps a better ability i think in chrome os to operate the way they Mm. need to as Mm -hmm. people build apps for the pixel tablet people build apps for the pixel fold all these things are going to be make android apps better the minute that android apps get really great on chromebooks guess what arm is going to have a distinct advantage they just are because android apps are built first for arm like no one is thinking no one's sitting down in a meeting room and going okay guys how are we going to build our new app to make sure it runs really well on x86 intel based up not one person is doing this and so if that's the case everything's getting built geared towards arm well it's going to make arm chromebooks even that more that much more desirable in the future and so intel has to have a way to kind of combat that and i think having some thinner lighter form factors maybe some tablets and detachables or i don't know with these n-series chips could be a way around that i just don't know if it's gonna happen or not do do you all know price difference for like the intel n-series versus a mediatek 
extra. No idea. That's comparable. No, no, yeah, no idea. It's like I, I would imagine arms always cheap. Well, maybe not Snapdragon. I don't know. Yeah, Snapdragon's Snapdragon, gotten no. expensive. Yeah. MediaTek I'm, probably. I'm MediaTek's just wondering if 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 maybe this this Intel chip, this N100 that's in this Lenovo, is a little cheaper and it and did allow them to spend a little bit more money on the screen or whatever. Yeah. On yeah. The build. Um, yeah, I just think it's a it's an interesting place in the market, you know, and it's it's cool yeah. that that ARM is is pushing the market forward in this way and, and kind of forcing Intel yeah. to 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 catch up and, and to create a, a new type of chip that's that's competing. Um, so yeah, I mean, this Lenovo is out; it's available. We'll have this review yep. hopefully posted by the time you're listening or watching this. Uh, so go check that out. If this is a device for you, maybe go snag one and let us know what you I, think. I've just thoroughly enjoyed it. I really have. And I'm hoping more come uh, in, in its wake. I hope yeah. there are more affordable, fun-to-use devices yeah. um, that, again, like at this price point, you can just kind of forgive little misgivings, um, especially when the screen is decent and yeah. the keyboard doesn't isn't awful and you know the trackpad's not falling off. Right. And, like all those little things come together to make just a really – good experience yeah. um it's been a great just i'm gonna grab this and take it home uh for my for the evening you know and use it for different stuff it's great you know just using around on the couch and all that kind of like it's just a good little chromebook yeah. uh and so yeah i hope i hope we get lots more yeah i think acer hp they can all they can all build. are you all seeing things in the repositories of more lot, lots more of these There's at least Type 12 or 14. Yeah, a lot yeah, I, thought, I thought I'd remember you saying there's, yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of those will be EDU, but yeah. I mean, yeah. hopefully, which, is, which hey, that's good too. Yeah, oh, I, I hope, love to see yeah, EDU devices with this chip. And yes, uh, finally to the point where, like, I was using my daughter had the that crappy HP, the one I really bagged on hard. Um, um, the one we threw the HP 11, whatever. No, no, the one that came before it was that Chromebook, but it's with a process. I think that oh, Apollo like tech inside, yeah, process like. So slow. I'm like, and the screen's terrible. And when you start compounding those types of things, the keyboard's not that bad and the trackpad's fine, but those things can't make up for a back screen and a slow processor. Like, those are the two first things you got to get right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so all of a sudden, those kids won't have to deal with that anymore, right. which will be really great uh, down Yeah, because that's like my son. He always says he wants an iPad. And it's not because he knows anything about iPads. It's because they have a few at, at school. Mm-hmm. And it compared to his Chromebook that he uses on. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Because even though his Chromebook at home, it's an EDU model. It's rugged, but the screen's washed out. It's bad, and like he wants something that he likes looking yeah. at. So right. this Lenovo is very intriguing to me. So I'm like, yeah. if you cannot yeah. break this, this is a great Chromebook yeah. for and you. And maybe it'll yeah. even go on sale. Get that thing for under three hundred oh, bucks. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. I bet. I bet. I bet it'd be two fifty at uh, Black Friday. Oh. Yeah, you made a two forty nine for that. Two forty nine for that device. All day. I mean, Sell three like forty nine. I'm. Still sold. I think yeah. it's fantastic for three forty nine. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to some other ones kind of in the yeah. market. Um, but yeah, so good device for our last couple minutes that we have here. Uh, we got to talk about one thing where kind of our our worlds collide here because because yeah. we have a new project that we've been working on called Proof Golf. ProofGolf.com. Well, <laughs> soon, soon. <laughs> Sorry, Proof. We had to, dot we had golf. to, proof dot we had to golf. work on getting yeah. .com. We're somebody just. It, it's like real estate with URLs. Yeah. People buy URLs and just hold them. And, right, which yeah. is fine, like whatever. I, but yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll, yeah. we'll get that sorted soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the um, yeah, the one way this kind of overlapped is, Gabe, you, you dug up some stuff with Wear OS 4 um, and and some golfing. <laughs> don't know what the that building was. just fell yeah, over. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. It distracted me. 
some golf stuff. Yeah, so so IO, I mean, there's a lot to dissect, and again, we won't get into that on the show, but IO, they did, they had, they put a blog post out that was like 100 things from Google IO. There was a lot, each of yeah. the segments, so there was big announcements around Wear OS 4, uh, which is coming later this year, and I did write up an article about that because one of my biggest pet peeves with Wear OS is going to change. You'll be able to switch watches without having, <laughs> having to factory, factory reset, reset you know, and set it up as new. I didn't know that was a thing until I uh, switched back. to the Pixel 7 uh, yeah. from yeah. my Samsung. You're like, like, why oh, isn't it just... Yep. I have to wipe Shouldn't it thing? be tied to my account? Yep. You so, would think? <laughs> so that will change, and that's huge, huge. But there were multiple Wear OS sessions, and one of them was all about Android health and Wear OS. And in the middle of that, it was just like a 15-second thing. They said that they have worked directly with Samsung to bring uh, like golf stroke tracking. So, yes. so it will be, you know, obviously this isn't going to be like, it's not going to track how far you hit the ball or anything, but it's going to be able to tell the difference on supported devices between a putt or a chip mm-hmm. or a drive or a full swing, which that to me and what I put in the article is that that should lead to app developers being able to use that data to extrapolate i mean if you get if you got uh, an app developer that was really 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 wanted to do it they could probably use accelerometers and things like that and give you some some basic shot tracking data like yeah. distance yeah. and thing you know and even if it was a matter of you tap which club you know yeah. if you've got an interface the driver. boom i'm hitting my seven iron all right so it what tracks the speed whatever. i guess like so the tracking they're talking about now like what is the what's the benefit to golf apps like what does that give them the ability to do don't know they didn't say okay <laughs> they just they literally said like they, i get yeah. you can track my shots but like yeah maybe it maybe for certain golf i imagine like i use this one called the 19th hole yeah, yeah. um you know it'd be really awesome if i i don't like playing with my watch on i can i just don't normally do it but if you had the watch on if when i hit my driver it already understands i just took my stroke so mm-hmm. it goes and counts that stroke right and that and that is something count it up that, yeah. that'd be a nice little that touch. is something that they mentioned and the, and i think that's where that stuff will come into play if you have a gps based app golf app on your watch yep. it knows when you've moved on to the next hole so it can take that data and automatically say yeah. okay you took five strokes on that that's hole. well and that's one of that's exactly what one of the things it'll do so arcos uh, they mm-hmm. make the little things you put the end of your yep. club mm-hmm. did and taylor made buy like, them or yeah. are, are they a taylor made project or something? i think taylor made bought them huh. or partners deeply Solon had the other day that was like a bunch from of taylor made clubs like, they can build their thing like down into the grip and the shaft of the club so you don't that's cool it's not like a nub on the end anymore it's a it's Actually built, built into the in. club i think my brother's got some of those um the cool part with arcos and anything there are other trackers like it now you hit your shot um it knows that you hit a shot it can tell from the impact of the club and everything you drive your card up to the next shot when you hit your next shot it knows okay your first shot was here based on gps your next the next time i felt an impact was here gps and now i know you hit your drive 260 yards um, and so at the end of the round, you get all this data and you can see all these, yeah. all these stats without having to have logged all of it. Yeah. yeah. So that's so, where, that's where it can utilize some of that data. And then part of where OS is new, like groups, grouped buttons and tiles and stuff like that. So they could integrate all of those things and like your interface for whatever golf app you're using could have just bubbles for each of your right, clubs so I'm, I'm, that way you can keep track of which club you hit also but yeah. it should be able to extrapolate distance and shot type and strokes 
just based off of off of those new features that hmm. Samsung and Google developed. So. I've been trying to wear my watch hitting hitting golf balls in here. Not, right. my, not my big watch. I like the my, idea. The I like watch. the idea, especially now I've got a, a nylon. Uh, the the silicon every once in a while would hit as you know you cross over this way it would hit like right in here in my wrist and it would burn me up a little bit like I don't yeah. love that. Who was it? I think it was Phil last year when he, whenever he won. I don't remember. Maybe it was him. Somebody else was wearing like wore a Rolex the entire yeah. round. <laughs> I can't this Just, one. What a baller! Yeah, <laughs> this this one with the crown will dig into my hand, but my my yeah. Bulova, I I wear it. I've gotten so used to wearing it. If I don't, I feel, feel like strange, yeah. mentally I roll oh, yeah. my wrist back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like I part of the reason too is a little vanity. I just didn't want a big tan line on my wrist. Um, going out and playing. I used to be a runner and have a tan line all summer yeah. <laughs> wearing my running watch. So I try but to yeah. make sure to take my glove off a lot during the round. Yeah. Like, don't, I don't want that ghost white because I'm pretty white. So yeah. when I start getting tan, then I have a white hand. It looks. And I look it, like I'm sick. I want to say I want to say that 18 Birdies had a Wear OS app at one point, and then I don't think it's on there anymore. Okay. Um, but my friend has a Garmin, like one of the really nice Garmin Phoenix or whatever. Mm, yeah. And so he's got all the Garmin golf stuff built into his watch. They make specific golf oh, yeah. uh, watches. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm just thinking of some of the features that he has being able to have all of that on a Wear OS app. Yeah. You have you know, to, a good app. Like I don't, I guess Garmin wants to sell their own stuff and yeah, I'm like, I'm surprised that Garmin hasn't, uh, maybe they will now lean fully in and charge for it. Like it doesn't or, have to be free or partner with Samsung and do a golf edition, which yeah. I think like they do that. Tag, who, who gave, they, there was some Wear OS app that did that or Wear OS maker that did yeah. that. There was some golf <laughs> edition. It was like, there's a, a golf edition of this golf edition of that. Yeah. One as well. But all yeah. it is, is it's a special band. Right. It's like it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't do, do anything, anything extra. Yeah. They need, they need the app stuff. And so opening this up to Wear OS, yeah. hopefully we'll, we'll, it, it we'll might take six months before or some more tools. But those are types. Those are the type of features that, like some of these places or some of these apps, charge premiums. I'd pay for that. Like I'd pay oh, a premium yeah. for that. Twenty bucks or something. Like some yeah. of the other stupid stuff they put on there for the premium. Like paying for that. Yeah, like yeah. if I could really, if I could really keep track of my round and and be able to take my phone calls and everything, I would leave my phone in the car. Or if like, nothing else, we'll just leave it in the bag. Yeah. Like you can put it in your spot in the bag. Just that way it's, it's back not, there. It's it's away. Yeah. But right it's now I've got. Um, I've got a phone <laughs> clamp that I've put on that I bought for like 20 bucks and it's like super hardcore clamp. It's only fell off once. Yeah, <laughs> that one time it fell off, it to, was a little scary. I forgot to tighten it up. <laughs> I, I took it down to take a phone call and I shouldn't, I should have just left the thing on there. Right. Taking a phone call with it, but didn't yeah. clamp her down. And so I bought a special case for the galaxy S 23 ultra, like one of the rugged cases to put yeah. it just in case it falls again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like having, an interface up yeah. there, for, especially when you go to play a course that doesn't have GPS built into the cart. Right, it's nice. When it's in the cart, I'm like, eh, I don't really need this. I'm, I don't need my phone up here for this. But a lot of courses around us don't have that yeah. in the cart. Having so that I, larger screen to be able to like, up zoom there. Up, see the hole and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'd, I'd rather do that than mess with my watch. Yeah. Right. I just at the end of the day, yeah. but it's a nice addition and it's a nice thought to think one day if the interface is good enough, yeah. like I could put my phone away and just right. have my watch on. Have do your my LT, stuff. Have everything. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, be cool. Nice. Take be messages, nice. phone calls if needed, and yeah, it'd be it'd be a cool thing. So shameless plug. Go check check out Proof Golf. Instagram is Proof Golf. Everything else is just Proof Golf. The website is Proof Golf. Facebook. Ooh, is I need to get Facebook. 
I think uh, I, link, I linked all the socials in the footer. I think. On okay, the nice. Yes, we'll link them down um, in the show notes. But we're just for this getting started well. on the website too. Yeah. So there's only a getting few started on the on website. There. Kind of same format as Chrome and Box. We'll be posting yeah. articles, um, uh, all sorts of different articles. We're, we're kind of yeah, just going to throw things out for right now and see. With a, see what with a, a leaning towards simulator golf. Yeah, that's tech kinda, golf, tech side of golf. Yeah, uh, um, but also gameplay and all that stuff yeah. too. So. And then YouTube and maybe a podcast and some newsletter stuff. So. Check it out. Stay tuned. More content coming there. Okay, folks, we appreciate you all tuning in and listening and watching. If you are watching over on YouTube, make sure to give us a thumbs up. Go down there and click subscribe and click the notification bell if you're a good person and want to help us out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll catch you on the next one. See you.